Jesus died not for a fashion. You know, when a problem is overspoken, it becomes a norm. People take it for granted. You see, there was, or there is actually, COVID. But because it has been spoken too much, it has reached a level whereby no one is interested anymore. The same thing with the death of Jesus. You see, it has been preached so much. It has been spoken so much to a level whereby people are no longer taking it serious. But my worry is this. The first prophecy that Jesus will be born, there will be Jesus who is going to come was in the book of Genesis. Are you here? 4,000 years later, the, prophet, the prophecy came to pass. 4,000. When Adam sinned and God came down to announce a case. Then he speaks a very important thing about the seed that will come from the woman. Hello? The seed that will come from the woman that will bruise the head of a serpent. Now, in the Bible, God does not refer seed from a woman. He goes to Abraham, he said, your seed, not, not his wife. Oh, are, are you following somebody? How many are following? He goes to Isaac, he said, your seed All great men in the Bible, God said, your seed shall be blessed. Your seed will do this, not their wives. But on Eve and Adam, he does not speak to Eve, I mean to Adam, that your seed, Adam. He says, your seed, woman, will be the one that shall bruise the head of the snake. Are you following 4,000 years later, only one woman who is known until today that she had a seed is Mary. You didn't hear just Technically, if you ask scientifically, it is a man who has a seed. And it is the seed from a man that must go in a woman in order to produce a child. But hear this. 
God looks at Eve and they say, your seed. Looks at a woman and they say, your seed. And 4,000 years later, a woman comes out with a seed. The first woman, and her name was Mary. She is pregnant of herself. And her son is not a seed of man. It is a seed of God. And indeed, that seed is the one that came to bruise the head of the serpent. Are you following? Now, the prophecy of Jesus' birth was given 4,000 years. That's why uh, historians quote Jesus was born on 4 BC. 4,000 years before Christ, BC. Before Christ. 4,000 years. So he was born 4,000 years. Until now, everybody uses BC, AD. AD means after the death of Jesus. BC, before Christ was born. Now we have 4,000 years and Jesus is born. Now, we only have stayed 2,000 years since he left. But people are already familiar. People are already tired. Like, oh, we've been hearing about Jesus. We've been hearing about he's going to come and... Wow, I just want to remind you. All this gathering we're having here, it is a preparation of his coming. I know you are clapping hands, but you are thinking, like, would I go? That's where clapping hands is affected. Ask your neighbor, would you go? What are they saying? They're just smiling. It is not a joke. I want to remind you that Jesus, all what you're doing here, the healing, the deliverance. Somebody said, I need healing now. Do you know why God is going to heal you? He said, go and heal them. And tell them the kingdom of God is at hand. The whole reason why we hear you is because we are trying to tell you Jesus is about to come. It is not for fashion, for self-satisfaction. It is not for your glory. It is a message. Jesus is coming. He said, go. He said, go. Go and cast out evils. It says, and tell them. So the reason Jesus is healing, why he will set you free, why he will deliver you, it is because he is sending a message to you that I'm coming soon. So when people uh, sometimes don't get their healing or their deliverance or what they're looking for, it is because they do not understand the context. Why would Jesus heal them? Why? Would Jesus touch them? Why 
would Jesus deliver them? And Matthews, let's go first to Romans. Let's go to Romans first, 16. Verse 20. Are you here? The Bible says, And the God of peace shall bruise Satan. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. I just like that. If you think God will bruise Satan in your business, you are joking. If you think God will remove Satan in your marriage, you are joking. The Bible says, where it will happen, it is under your feet. You see there, what is he talking about? Yeah, under your feet. So some people face the devil like this. You see, when they're fighting with the devil, they, they face him like this, man to man. Like, I'm fighting against the devil. I command every spirit. Some of us, we face him under. So when we are saying, I command you, we visualize him under us. We're not facing him man to man. God gave us a position where he belongs. Under. Where? You give him so much power. The way you look at him, it's like he's somewhere <laughs> looking at you and trying to. Everybody say, under my feet. I bruise Satan. The word bruise. The word bruise. It is a very strong statement. It is to wound, to cause harm. To cause pain and affliction. The God of peace, are you following that? Shall bruise Satan under? Speak louder. Under what? A very important statement to be noticed. Now, let me show you a very important thing here. The reason why God will touch you, it is a message. He is coming soon. Never forget that. Are you understanding? The reason why Jesus will heal you today, it is a message. The kingdom of God is at hand. So, one ask a question. Why would Jesus heal me today? It is because he's sending a message to me that the kingdom of God is at hand. So, do I have anyone here today who says I'm sick and who wants to be healed? God will heal you. Is there anyone today who says, I am afflicted? God will release you. 
Is there anyone here today who says, I am heavy laden. I have so much on me. I have so much problem and trouble on me. He says, come, I will give you rest. I love that. I will give you rest. It's him who said it. If you have so much on you, he says he can give you rest. Somebody say yes. yes. Say louder. Say yes. yes. Are you aware what God is about to do for you today? He's, he's about to do something. But hear this. This is the secret. He will do it to you. To show you. That he and his kingdom are near you. They are at hand. Do you have somebody here who says, Prophet, I am here today. I want a message from God. Listen to you. Because I'm about to experience something here. And people don't even know why we prophesy. The Bible says, in the last days, I shall pour out my spirit on all flesh. And there shall be prophecy. So why we prophesy? It is because we are announcing the last days. So anything we do, anything we are doing, whether being healed or deliverance or anything, prophecy, all these are announcing the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said before Jesus comes on earth, he will send a revival. He will send his servants and they shall begin to prophesy. So we are all oh, thank you, Jesus. Have you, have you noticed? Have you noticed how people tend to forget? We even have people who are full of the Holy Spirit and have reached the level of jeopardizing their own personal Christianity and are overtaken by the events of the world. I'm minister to somebody here because this morning gave, God gave me a burden. A burden over somebody. It's not about the church. It's a burden over somebody who is not compromising. And God said, I love you and I brought a message to you. God loves you. He loves you and he, he is missing you. There was a moment you, he would just wake up at night. He would just do fasting and you'd enjoy your relationship with God and you're missing it out. And he says, tell that person, I need that person back in the closet. I need that person back. I need the relationship which I had with that person. It's a burden not, not to the church. It's a burden over somebody. God is calling you back into the relationship which you had with him. And, and, and you better make that decision quicker. Because God will give you a yellow card before he gives you a red card. So this message is a yellow card. When God takes a red card and he says, <laughs> he says, this is a red card. My friend, I'm not here to threaten you. I can see somebody now is so scared like, 
how does it look like to have a red card? How does it how does it look like? Can I tell you how it looks like? It, it looks like Sodom and Gomorrah. Because a prophet came with a yellow card and they didn't listen to the prophet until destruction came. So I'm speaking to you because God said, tell, tell, tell that person, I miss the intimacy. I, you see, you see when, when you reach a level where you normalize your problem. Even if you're wrong, you think you're right. When the Holy Spirit starts speaking to you, that here, pray, change here. Blessed are you. But if you are not hearing the Holy Spirit, if you are not hearing the Holy Spirit, even if he's rebuking you, even if he's talking to you, something's wrong. 